0: Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony Transcribed. What a beautiful sight this is a sizzling Kroger Tender Ray steak broiled to a luscious brown. Imagine cutting into that rich red meat. Think of the wonderful flavor of Kroger Tendere beef, buttery, tender, and deliciously fresh. Yes, sirree, it's the famous beef that's always fresh, always tender, because it's tendered by the original Kroger Tendere method. You know it's tender, because by the Kroger Tendere method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh. Because by the Kroger Tenderay method, there's no need for wasteful aging. No time for loss of savory juice. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Yet Kroger Tenderay beef costs no more than ordinary beef. And Kroger guarantees it's the best eating beef you've ever served or your money back. So soon as you can, visit your Kroger store and buy a tender roast or a big juicy Kroger Tenderay steak. Remember, when it's Kroger Ray beef, you know that you're treating your family to the finest beef value in town. Get fresh and tender Kroger Ray beef soon at your Kroger store. And now, hearts in harmony. As if Penny were not having troubles enough these days, what with Joel Evans leaving Heatherton Hospital because of her and wondering about the return of Johnny Keith, Now, young Hazel Peters and her friends have decided to boycott the community center when its opening is only a week off. On the surface of it, the reason for the boycott is rather childish. But there are underlying and serious implications. And it's these that Penny is discussing with her stepfather, Jed, this morning. Penny says...
2: Jed, it's really nothing but a case of puppy love, but there's no telling Wendy there.
1: Yeah, I remember
3: when I was about young Wendy's age and fell in love with an older woman. I powdered my hair at the temples to oh. gave myself that <laughs> graying look of a man <laughs> growing old before his time.
2: Oh, well, Wendy hasn't gone that far yet, but I'm expecting him to any minute.
3: Mm, you should, and... Oh, yes, and I, I grew a mustache, too. Oh, or I should say, I tried to grow one. All I managed to cultivate was some rather unkempt peach fuzz.
2: Oh, Lord. Well, I know that every young person gets a crush on an older person at one time or another, but I'm not upset about what Wendy thinks of me. Oh,
3: you certainly shouldn't be, child. It's not uh, every so-called older woman who can appear young enough to interest a teenager.
2: Well, under the circumstances, I wish I were all gray and wrinkled.
3: (laughs) I wonder if the woman to whom I professed my youthful love felt the same way about me as You do about Wendy. I suppose so.
2: Oh, darling, you don't seem to understand the seriousness of this affair.
3: No, child, don't call it an affair. The boy is harmless enough, and he's probably not half as serious about his love for you as he thinks. Return a little of his attentions, and you'll see him cooling off about you.
2: No, sir, not Wendy. If I gave Wendy the slightest encouragement, I'd never be able to get rid of him.
3: Hmm. You seem to be terribly upset about this, child.
4: Uh, Jed,
2: I've been trying to tell you that.
3: You mean the boy's honestly in love with you? Well,
2: his affection for me, affection or whatever you want to call it, isn't what's so serious about it. It's the consequences, the results.
3: What consequences?
2: Well, every young person in town is Hazel's friend. Oh. And they've boycotted the center because of what they think is going on between Wendy and me.
3: Oh, you're joking. Oh, do him,
2: I boy. sound as though I'm joking?
3: You mean to tell me that the boys' friends have turned against you because Wendy has a schoolboy crush on you?
2: Darling, Wendy's feelings for me aren't the feelings of someone with a schoolboy crush to Hazel and her friends. They think that they're far more grown up than they are. They don't consider themselves boys and girls, but men and women. Oh, you remember what it was like to be a teenager, don't you?
3: Don't seem to me as if there were any such thing as teenagers when I was a boy.
2: (laughs) Oh, well, there were... Even I can remember my schoolgirl crush. Yet it was as serious and important to me as any lover's ever been. Maybe it was even more serious and important because it was the first.
3: Well, now, now that you mention it, I was serious about that crush of mine. I still am in some ways. <laughs> Wonder what happened to her, where she is and how she looks. She was a lot older than I. She must be all of, oh seventy-five 75 by now. Uh, uh, Wendy's how old?
2: Not quite 18. I think he'll be 18 in a month or six weeks.
3: Well, haven't you impressed him with the fact that there's some seven or eight years difference in your age?
2: Yeah, if I told him that there were 10 or 20, it wouldn't make a bit of difference to Wendy. To use his own words, he feels an easy 25. <laughs>
3: yes. It's not difficult to feel an easy 25 when you're not yet 18. Yeah. But... Uh, You don't think talking to the boy about it will do any good, do you?
2: No, the less I see it, Wendy, the better, for my sake at least. No, what I have to do is to make myself and the center acceptable to Hazel and her friends, and I have to do it quickly. The center opens next
3: week. What day?
2: I'm not sure. Possibly Wednesday or Thursday afternoon.
3: Oh, there isn't much time then, is there?
2: Maybe there's really no time at all. Jed, could this be undone in a matter of days?
3: I don't remember how I got over my crush when I was a boy. I mean, I don't know what cooled my ardor or how long it took. I don't know no doubt mooned about it for a while and probably considered joining the army or the foreign <laughs> legion. Yes, I think it was. It was the foreign legion.
2: Oh, Jet. Yeah,
3: it was no laughing matter, child. I recall now that the Legion was involved in some dangerous skirmishes at the time. Mm -hmm. I I was going off to die hero and have her mourn for me the rest of her life.
2: Oh, golly, well, Wendy wouldn't get such fantastic notions, would he?
3: Well, that's the danger of dealing with an adolescent mind, Penny. No telling what reactions it will have. You're right, this this is no laughing matter. This has deeply serious implications. Now, uh, if it could be let alone to die naturally all well and good... But if we have to hasten the cooling-off process... Mm,
2: Well, I thought of everything I could. Postponing the opening of the center, going away. I even thought of making a pact with Wendy to pretend that we've broken up and he's gone back to Hazel. But I can't postpone that opening.
3: No, no. It involves too many other people.
2: And going away won't help.
3: No, not at all.
2: And if I make a pact with Wendy, I'm being unfair to him. I'm encouraging him. And that's the one thing I really don't want to do. Mm -hmm.
3: That might be the only thing you can do. Yes,
2: but yet if I do that, it'll make matters worse when I have to get things straight with him.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're much too right. So the problem remains. We have to have things settled in time for the opening of the center, and we can't hurt Wendy's feelings.
2: Well, let's say I can't hurt his feelings. After all, it's my problem.
3: Yeah, but I'm trying to take it off your shoulders. Now, uh, how would it be if I had a talk with the boy?
2: But what would you say to him?
3: Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll think of something.
2: Oh, darling, I wish you wouldn't. Not necessarily talk to him, but think of something.
3: Well, yeah, let me talk to him. When he comes to see you again, and no doubt he'll be calling regularly, somehow or other, let me get into the conversation with him alone.
2: Well, certainly anything's worth trying, but be careful, Jed. Don't hurt his
3: feelings. Oh, that's one thing I won't do. I'll just talk when I get a chance to, uh, talk without thinking. Sometimes I do better when I get the thoughts... Uh, Rolling off my tongue than when I weigh my words. Something will come of our chat, I promise.
0: You. Hi, Penny. Oh, Peg, it's you.
4: Yes, Pat, it's just Peg Martin. Let me you get your keys.
0: Uh-huh. Hey, the house is quiet. Where is everybody?
4: Oh, either out or napping. And I was about to fall asleep with a dull book in my hand.
0: Huh. Well, maybe it's a good thing I came home early this evening to liven up the place.
4: I think so. Was it dull Tantan? Duh? Huh.
0: It was dead. Wedding bells have broken up that old gang of mine. And the part of the gang not broken up by marriage is just plain broke.
4: Uh. <laughs> hey,
0: I have a few dollars, though. How about oh, us going... Oh,
4: that I can. Someone has to stay with the children.
0: But isn't someone else here?
4: Well, it's only Mr. Billings, and he's sleeping.
0: Oh, well, let's make this a home date, then. Oh, you're
4: sweet. You come home and find me in a lonesome mood, so you want to pretend this is a date.
0: Pretend nothing. It is a date. Uh, why do we play first, uh, post office or spin the bottle? <laughs> oh, Pat. What are you laughing at? I'm serious.
4: <laughs> are you, Pat? Are you ever serious? Why, of course I...
0: No, I, I guess I'm not serious very often, am I?
4: Well, when there's something to be serious about, I imagine you are, or... Can be.
0: Well, is there something you want me to be serious about? Uh, right now, I mean.
4: Well, not really. It's my problem, and I have no right to ask you to help me to solve it.
0: Old Pat Gibbs is the best problem solver in the world. Uh, providing the problem isn't any tougher than first-grade arithmetic. Uh,
4: Pat, I... Well...
0: Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry, Peg. There I go, making a joke of things again. What's the problem? May I help? Or uh, can I help?
4: Well, I I don't know. It's it's just that I'm puzzled about what to do with Julie's offer to come to Hollywood. I got another letter from that agent.
0: Uh, Don Hodges? Yes.
4: He says the studio is still ready to give Julie a contract. Oh, I don't know what to do, Pat. I don't know whether I'm right or wrong refusing to take Julie to Hollywood.
0: That's your problem, lady?
4: It's a big one, too. I want to do the right thing, but I I don't know what's right.
0: It's funny, but you won't believe this, Peg. But I was thinking about Julie and Hollywood just this afternoon.
4: Were you? Why?
0: I don't know why exactly. Maybe because I think a lot about Julie. I remember last week that I agreed with your reasons for not taking your daughter to Hollywood. Now I'm not sure I should agree. Why not? I don't know. It's just a feeling that I have that, well, this is one of those once-in-a-lifetime opportunities that, just shouldn't be passed up without a lot of thought.
4: Well, I've given it a lot of thought. So much thought that I...
0: That that's well. you're confused, huh?
4: Yes. Yes, Pat, I am. And, Pat, there's a little bit of selfishness in my refusal to take Julie to Hollywood. Hmm? What do you mean? I mean... Well, to be perfectly honest with you, i I've, I've somehow managed to make friends here, and I don't want to lose them. I don't want to go to a strange place and have to start all over again, alone. Well, a a
0: young woman with a daughter in the movies won't be alone for long.
4: I don't want the kind of friends I'd have just because of Julie. I want the kind of friends I have here, the kind that...
0: Look, look, Peg. I uh, have a little surprise for you. I can have a job at the Rossville Bank if I want it, but I'm not so sure I want it. You see, I still have that job on the coast, and I haven't quit it yet. I'm just taking a vacation from it.
4: You mean you might go back to California to live?
0: With headquarters in Los Angeles. Uh, think you'd be lonesome in Hollywood with old Pat Gibbs the pesterer?
4: Oh, Pat, you mean you, you really might.
0: I really might. You know, I, I can't leave Valerie with Penny forever. She'll go out with me. And I'll have to start thinking about someone to take care of her. I um, don't mean I'll hire a nurse either if you know what I mean.
4: Oh, Pat. Pat, I'm afraid to believe what you mean.
0: Don't be afraid to believe it, Peg. Anybody will tell you old Pat Gibbs isn't very often serious. But he never kids about serious things.
1: Well, it appears that Peg Martin and Penny's brother Pat are definitely more than just friends. But what will Jed Billings do about the problem of windy day? Will there be a way to cope with this love-struck youngster before the opening of the center? If not, what will happen the day the center opens? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Ladies, want to hear your family say, this steak is wonderful? Then serve a Kroger Tender Ray steak. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. You know it's tender because by the original Kroger Tenderay method, the top U.S. government grades of beef are made naturally tender without aging. You know it's always fresh because by the Kroger Tenderay method, there's no need for wasteful aging, no time for loss of savory juice. And when you buy Kroger Tenderay beef, notice that the Kroger method of cutting beef gives you more meat, less waste. Here's why. Before the meat is weighed and priced, the Kroger method of cutting beef removes excess bone, excess waste, and stringy ends. Remember, when it's Kroger Ray beef, you know it's the finest beef value in town. Ladies, please remember also that Kroger Ray, the beef that's always fresh, always tender, is an exclusive Kroger value, available only at your neighborhood Kroger store. And don't forget this. The Kroger Cut gives you more meat, less waste. That means you get more meat for your money in fresh and tender Kroger Tenderay beef. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store soon. Get the finest beef value in town. Kroger Ray beef. Be sure to join us again tomorrow, same time, same station, for the next thrilling transcribed chapter of Heart's... In Harmony.